The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. All right, well, welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba, and I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba. Welcome, welcome. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. Ooh, got the double welcome today. Yeah. Yeah. That means you're a, in a good mood because of all the sunshine. It's it's uh, bright and sunny out, and yeah. I'm liking yeah. it. Yeah, me too. Get out of those dark days like we had a couple weeks ago. We don't need any more records of darkness. We're past the we're the winter solstice now, so every day yes. is going to be just a little bit longer. Oh, my husband will be so happy. Mm. He really, really hates how dark it gets up here. <laughs> I always have to take him somewhere sunny during the wintertime because he just can't handle it. <laughs> well, I've <laughs> had guy. the good fortune to be up in the mountains a few times here over the last couple of weeks. And, uh, Ooh, last, jealous of that, too. Last Saturday, Crystal Mountain was just glorious <gasps> up on top. Oh, Wide open view, so can see for miles and miles and... Oh man, that's that bright snow is just mm. what the doctor ordered when it's dark and gloomy out. I'd rather that be the kind of doctor called rather than the falling down and hurting yourself. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. you're up there. I stay away from the terrain park, or I call it the trauma park. Oh, God. Up there. <laughs> that's an appropriate title. Yeah. So, hey, um, this show is not just about skiing, although it no. is about lifestyles in the Pacific Northwest. Sure that's why is. it's got a, you know, it's a we, great place to live here. Absolutely. But. The show's about real estate and mortgage and all that. So I want to make sure, as we often do, to start off the show doing a little bit of a rate review and maybe a little kind of background of uh, last week's show, too. Sure. Okay. Do you want to start with mortgage rates? uh, Why not? You bet. Well, uh, mortgage rates are are still hanging in there. You know, the news a couple weeks ago is filled with the Fed increasing Mm short-term rates. and. Sometimes that leads to a little bit of fear and, and, and people make, you know, change their decisions. Well, the, the Fed did increase rates a quarter of a percent and, uh, and are expected to continue to very, very gradually increase rates over the next year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, the, That's the, kind of like how my weight was over the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have the give the Fed a New Year's resolution. Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> well, the 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 uh, the uh, raising of the short term rates has not really hurt long term rates, uh, you know, very much. So so fixed rate mortgages are still kind of hanging in there. You know, thirty year fixed rate we're we're hovering just a little bit above the four percent mark right now for a conforming conventional mm-hmm. loan. That's a conventional loan as of next week in Washington or in King, Snohomish, and Pierce County will go up to $540,500. That's right. We talked about so, that a couple of shows ago, didn't increasing we? Increasing a little bit, yes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so rates are holding in there good. 15-year fixed rates are, are uh, hovering right around 3.3%. FHA rates are around 3.75%, still firmly wow. under the 4% mark. Man. As are VA rates. Any veterans out there, if you're thinking about refinancing or buying a home, or even if you kind of wonder, do I have veterans benefits? Check it out. Now's a good time because Absolutely. 
take advantage of, of these low rates while you can. Yeah, and those programs that are available to you because, you know, people oh, who qualify for VA usually have very much earned that right to, to have some help in that and, regard. And they've got really the best loan program available yeah. out there. It's, yeah. it's, uh, we, save, we save the best for the best. It's really good. Cool. So jumbo rates are hovering right around 4%, just a nick under 4%, around 3.875. So... So far, so good. Rates are hanging in there. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was, I was reading an article earlier today that talked about, you know, uh, don't be worried about runaway rates, even though ah, the yes, press is filled. Ah, yes, because I know filled. some folks are concerned about that. Yeah. I mean, the press is filled with, um, you know, talk of the Fed increasing rates and, mm-hmm. and uh you know, there's that, uh, you start hearing the stories like, like, like me, you know, I had a loan at 15%. I had a loan at 11 and a half percent back mm-hmm. in the day. And back uh, when you had hair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, the, we're, we're not, we're not worried about that, uh, that, uh, we think, uh, you know, this, this gradual increase will, will, you know, most likely cause mortgage rates to go up a bit, but we don't, we're not expecting anything, you know, super crazy. Nothing heinous. Nope. Nothing like, nothing good, like good, that. Good, good, good. Well, yeah. I'm happy to hear that. But yeah. um, the things that have been feeling a bit heinous. Yeah. Yeah. Closing time lines. letter word. Yeah. The reason trid. I drink. Yes. T-R-I-D. <laughs> T-R-I-D. The reason, reason I drink uh, stands for the Truth in Lending Real Estate Settlement Procedures See, Act Integrated Disclosure Rule. <laughs> I know, and I hadn't even dr- had anything to drink. I know, but, but it just sounds like it. It's the TILA RESPA yeah. Integrated Disclosure. That's right. And, and TRID um, has added uh, extra timelines to the closing process when you're purchasing a home or refinancing mm-hmm. a home. And But in addition to that, what's really affected uh, lenders is that investors – uh, who purchase mortgages are afraid of getting sued, mm-hmm. and they're afraid of having a loan rejected, and so so they've instituted extremely strict rules about how they want their disclosures to look and where the numbers go and punctuation and. Which uh, is so interesting because back in oh I don't know two thousand five two thousand six they didn't give a rip. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I just sent it in. You know, somebody could fog a mirror. The loan got the yeah. loan went through, but but no, with with Trid. Uh, it's it's causing extra extra reviews, extra examination, mm-hmm. uh, because um, nobody wants to get sued. Nobody wants to have a loan rejected. So it's uh, the average. Nobody likes rejection. No, nobody. Come not on, even, nobody. Even a mortgage. Yes. Uh, so we're we're seeing nationally. Um, there was a statistic that just came out in um, in a trade publication uh, that said that an estimate of ninety percent of the loans being made right now have some sort of a trid defect. Yike! Ninety percent. So that's a lot. This is industry wide, uh, and and what that what that tells you is number one that this this new law this, this these regulations are extremely complicated. They're extremely confusing. They're confusing to industry pros mm-hmm. uh, like and, you. And, and it gets into yeah. I mean, it gets into debates about well, here's a credit for this or a charge for that. What line and what section of our disclosure should this go? And one person will say, oh, that goes in section A. And another person says, no, 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 that's got to go in section B. And then the investor says, no, 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 you're, you're all wrong. It goes in section D. And so, so we're debating uh, over things like this. And, and, but we have to make absolutely sure that our documents are correct. So yeah. it's causing you know, delays. Yeah. Causing delays. I actually even, um, because we've been talking about this since, you know, we knew it was coming into effect. I mean, we were talking about it on the right. show, right? So I have another closing with uh, a different party and I saw 
the closing disclosure come over for the buyer for my review. Mm-hmm. And, oh, no, actually, it's our transaction. Someone mm. closing today. Mm-hmm. And I saw a typo mm. for that gift equity. Mm. And there was just like one little typo. I was like, is that going to cause a problem? Oh, boy. Like, yeah. it's, it's got me mm. paranoid now. Like, even yeah. the stuff I was like. Uh, could you just check the spelling on that, please? Right. Just make sure it's okay. <laughs> I, and I, 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 well, I know that's not the loan document, yeah, but yeah, even yeah. the closing no. disclosure is no, like, well, if the closing disclosure anything, is part of that. Anything's then... got to be just absolutely, absolutely perfect. So, and and um, you know, there's so many people involved in a in a loan and a transaction and a real estate transaction. Mm-hmm. And and preparing these documents is a team effort. Um, it's the the banks involved, the escrow companies involved, uh, involved in, in the insurance companies involved, information from the title companies involved. You know, there's so many different you know pieces to the puzzle yeah. that all have to come together. Fingers but ultimately, in the pie. all those different people involved, the bank is responsible. Ultimately responsible. Right. So if anything's wrong, it doesn't matter who did it or if a, who made a mistake. It's the bank that's going to pay the price for it. So would the bank have any recourse against the escrow companies, though? Mm, I mean, it's too too soon to tell. But um, the, ultimately, possibly, yeah. Because I'm I'm curious to see over time how many of like the smaller escrow firms stay around. You know, right. if, if there were to be, you know, if if a, if a particular company kept making. Right, a collection of mistakes. Well, and for that matter, really smaller downfall. Right. Well, for that matter, smaller banks. We're yeah. seeing more and more mergers and acquisitions going on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really heated up because the cost of compliance, you know, to a to a small institution is staggering right now. Right. Uh, we're having to hire extra people, uh, tons of extra people, just to handle the compliance, uh, you know, side due to uh, trid. Okay, I'm going to be uh, slightly controversial here by mm. asking a question, and you may be able to, you may have to say, I cannot comment. But so last night I was pleased to uh, get an offer. We had just listed a funky little cabiny kind of place in Lake Forest Park last week. Yeah. Which, hey, I'm pointing out the flyer nice. to you right now Ooh, here I'm in looking the studio. At the, looking at it, very cute. It's 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 cute, but it's quirky. Yeah, yeah. And so we got an offer after only four days on market, five showings. We were super happy about that. And the the sellers are currently driving cross country uh, to the East Coast, and so they were thrilled that they had just left town on the twenty sixth, and boom, hey, we got an offer. But the the offer that came in had a pre approval letter from Boeing Credit Union. Uh huh. And I was in conversations Sunday night as we knew the offer would be coming. So, of course, I was working. Of course, she called right in the middle of the Seahawks game. I'm like, come on. Oh, why do they do Horrible that? Horrible timing. I Horrible know. timing. I'm in the yeah. fourth quarter. Come uh, on. Very dis- Well, didn't yeah. miss much on that one. but Yeah, oh well, well you know, it was a good distraction, I guess. But uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm chatting with her, and I see that it's Boeing Credit Union in the pre-approval. And that led to a discussion with her of saying, you know, I, I know that Boeing Credit Union is – well regarded locally, mm-hmm. you know. There's sure. tons of people here. I, mean, I have accounts at sure. Credit Union. I've had car loans there and things like that, and, and bank accounts. But I cautioned her about when our closing period would be, just because I wanted to make sure that we had plenty of time. Because what I said to her was, "Have you had any closings with Boeing Credit Union since Trid came into effect?" And she said, "No." And I went, "Well, because credit unions." I have been, and it's not coming from you. I've read Mm -hmm. it in other places that small banks and credit unions uh, that didn't necessarily have the resources to get all their compliance in place have been running into issues. Yes. So, you know, you have to really be having that conversation Mm -hmm. with the loan officer of, 
How many have you closed in the meantime? What has been the average closing period since TRID has come into effect? Like, do you have stats on that yet? Because it's really important for people to, to be successful in the sale. Absolutely. And, and I, of course, I can't say anything about, about, no, you can't uh, say anything about the ECU, them, but, but, um, but, but yeah, there's been, um, you know, if I, you know, kind of talk with, with a lot of my peers, a lot of my coworkers, everybody's mm-hmm. sort of struggling with this right now. So. Yeah. I haven't talked to anyone yet who's been like, Ooh, yeah, it's super easy. In yeah. fact, you and I, um, out of, out of all the closings I've been having, we've only had one that hasn't been impacted yet. And that was right. the folks who moved up from Arizona. Right. Right. Yeah. So, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's just adding, it's adding time. It's adding uh, stress, mm-hmm. uh, to, um, you know, but to everybody we, in the we do process. need to make sure and point out. One of the main reasons why that transaction versus some of these others is less or was less impacted was they were also a 20% down conventional. And uh, in after the break, I want to talk about why some of the programs that you're working with might be leading to these issues. Sounds good. When we come back, stay tuned. Uh, open House with Team Reba on KKOL, Business Radio 1300. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. All right, we are back after the break. I am Reba Hass from Team Reba of Remax. And I am Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. I realize that I haven't been saying which brokerage I'm with. I keep saying Team Reba, but I have to make sure to meet my right, own compliance that, that I have to talk with... about Remax Metro East Side. Yeah. Right. And I am with Home Street Bank, our yeah. local bank and official sponsor of the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, Gotta go get Hawks. Get that out there. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag go Hawks. That's right. <laughs> That's better than your hashtag for me. Eric is bald. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll start putting those together. Hashtag Eric is bald. There you go. Hashtag go, go Hawks. <laughs> just that? do the second one. Will that make one. you feel better? Nah, just do the second <laughs> one. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with, with, with the second one more than I am with the first okay. one. Okay. So. I'm still going to keep doing that one until I start right. getting some traction on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. But before <laughs> we can go off on a whole segment of that. But um, although I will mention the hashtag discussion will come up during the show because part of what today's show is going to be about which we didn't even talk about in the first segment is we're going to be talking about how social media impacts real estate and lending right okay because there's there's a tremendous impact in a lot of different businesses and it's it's a huge impact within my own industry so we're going to talk about kind of some of the historical background of that sure things that are going on right now, how consumers see it, how the industry sees it. I think it'll be kind of uh, interesting to, to get into. Right. And I want to talk about some of the risks that are involved with that also. Absolutely. From a business standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of this is meant to include the good, bad, and the ugly, right? Sure, sure. So, uh, but talking about the ugly, I just want to chat, finishing up what we ended the last segment with of what have been the reasons that you've seen some of the delays? Because it's for programs that are good, Right. Yeah, I was kind of complaining. I was uh, I was commiserating with you a little yeah, over, over the break about that whining. <laughs> okay, whatever you whining. want to call it. Um, <laughs> but, um, the uh, the TRID delays are, are affecting, um, the, the programs that are affecting the most are special programs for first-time homebuyers, oh. most, like, most, most importantly. Are these and programs also in that some are on the short bus? Yeah, in some cases, jumbo, um, jumbo loan programs as well. 
And and the reason it's affecting those is that they're, the investors that are involved in those types of programs are just um, – well, they're 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 picky, mm-hmm. and and the more picky you are, um, you know, the the more delays you can have. You have, uh, you know, the sort of the spin cycle of you think everything's good, you send it in, it gets reviewed, and it's like, nah, change this or change that, or we need more information on this, we need more information on that, and then you're, you're going around in circles a little bit, and then all of a sudden, I wondered the, how you were tying that to the spin cycle. The, the days okay. can really add up. We're going around and around and around, so. Um, I was thinking it was like it just went so fast and it squeezed right, you. Right, right. So, so uh, now me, uh, yeah. I'm a glutton for punishment because I would agree. I I like talking about <laughs> special programs with my customers. Oh yeah, you if, know, I, if I, I audit all of our shows. Yeah, and we've had tons of material of the last oh. three months of you talking about you know first time buyer programs. Right. Our, well, the one that we did down at the Washington Fair was a perfect one, but right. it was great. I mean, that material's great. Well, but the, so so from my perspective, I want to save. I want to help people. If if I can set them up with a with a tax credit that's going to save mm-hmm. them a couple hundred bucks a month, I'll do it. Uh, yeah. But it's a a lot more work for me. Yeah. And and uh, and and we have these trade issues that I are coming. I think that up. is why hashtag Eric is bald. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Every 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 credit report I pull, I I lose another one. So yep. I lose another hair that's apparently what's going on but anyway we'll we'll get through this and and everyone will get better at it we're only two months into a trid at this point and uh and so we're, we're it's a been a very steep learning curve and i have to say though in my career it's been one of the most difficult transitions of new um, regulations or requirements that, that i've ever been through in 30 plus mm-hmm. years of lending so uh you know it's impacting everybody we'll get we'll get through it so the the good news is that rates are still good and right. and loans are not taking forever to to uh, to process. Don't get don't get me wrong. When I'm talking mm-hmm. about delays, I'm talking about four, five, six days maybe. Right. Yeah. So we can still get things done, and you know if it's a you know kind of an easier transaction, thirty days. You know we'd love to have forty five days if we could. Um, most most programs are not really taking any you know much longer than that. Although you know more the more the merrier. So if there's any um, real estate agents out there and you're putting transactions mm-hmm. together, talk to your lender first before you set the closing date or yes, home please. buyers or home sellers. Talk to your realtors first before you set the closing date. Let's make sure that uh, we know what type of financing you're mm-hmm. dealing with or yep. if the TRID will have any impacts on, on, on that on that time frame. Yeah. Uh, because there's no point in setting a a uh, 25 or 30 day closing if it's going to take 45 or, or 50 days. Yeah. And uh, I've had that conversation a lot with a few uh, different real estate agents over mm-hmm. the last you know month or so. Yeah, uh, you keep sending me very complimentary emails because you're like, uh, what? You're not yelling at me? I know. Thank what? you. <laughs> I was literally sitting in my car Christmas Eve, seven o'clock at night, you know, getting, uh, you know, getting chewed out by a, you know, a, a, a realtor. Oh, on, for heaven's on sake. A, on really? a program with zero down with a first mortgage, a second mortgage, a tax credit. Very, very difficult transaction. And they gave me 25 days to close it. Oh, we've talked just about this just wasn't one. enough. Oh. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. not that, that we did a bad job on it. We did a fantastic. We went super yeah. fast on it. But. It just takes longer than that. So, That's because they still needed to pay for their Christmas presents. Yeah, I think there might have been a little bit of um, a little bit of that going on, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? So, you know, they they need to meet my friend Michael Goodheim, who owns Commission Express, because yeah. you can do an advance on a commission. <laughs> Seriously, it's like a, a well, payday no, I mean, loan for realtors. Well, no, I'd say it's it's okay. Some people might consider it that, but I, I, I'm going to give a little plug to my buddy 
Michael, yeah. right now, because I will tell you, in our industry, and I know you know this because you work with all of us agents, sure. it's you can't get lines of credit right. typically at banks, or you have to have a certain kind of business or level of business. It's really difficult mm-hmm. for agents to do that mm-hmm. sure, um, because of the type of business that we're in. Because it's cyclical. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And there, you know, Michael Goodheim of Commission Express, I'm bringing you up again. Um, he happens to have a great program that does not eat all the value of the oh, agent's commission. Good. And it's very reasonable. And I use it for, for balancing. You know, I'm, sure. I'm a business person. I, sure. I look at my budget and we talk about all this. And, you know, we know that there's, you know, the TRID has been impacting when our stuff comes in. And I've got payroll to meet. And I've got other, other marketing costs and everything else I have to cover. So like any good business... It's an option I have. I rarely use it. Helps even out the fluctuations. It, absolutely. You yeah. know, and that's that's the problem is oh, there's good. so many peaks and valleys in our industry. And for some folks, like in that situation, as yeah. long as you've cleared all your contingencies, um, and it doesn't include financing, it just, you know, like um, sure. inspections, you know, an agent can contact him and, and work things Interesting. out. Oh, good to know. And everybody has to be aware of it. Like their broker has to know, the escrow company has to know. I mean, it's very reasonable. Sure. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, and speaking of budgeting, um, I always like to talk this time of year uh, about uh, refinancing. Yeah. Be- because rates are still low. Yeah. Speaking of but, having money. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the you know, a refinance can be structured in a way that you can skip one or two payments. And uh, so if you have a refinance closing in January, for instance, you know, it can be set up so that you can skip your January payment and your February payment or, you know, February and March, depending on how we structure things. So so you can always skip a you know payment or two uh, with a refinance uh, right about the time all the bills for Christmas are coming due. I was going to say, if they're anything like me, I, I mentioned on uh, one of our shows, I do all my last minute shopping. So yep. I tend to kind of deplete my stores oh, a bit absolutely so yeah, mean, we've like, got good stores but you know i was telling my husband like I'm like, you're expensive oh they, like, uh, well he wanted one of those samsung watches one of those gear mm. s2 watches yeah yeah like, dude do you know how much that costs <laughs> <laughs> but he got one <laughs> my uh my nieces and nephews i went uh, across the street from our studios here at uh, kkol to mm-hmm. um wajamaya in, yeah. in chinatown and I always buy them sort of the most messed up kind of candy I can yeah, find. Yeah, I went with you last week. Yeah, you should have seen what I got them. It's, you put it together, it's a toilet. A yeah, plastic remember I got toilet one for with James. a functioning lid. You pour the candy in the top, <laughs> in the water, in the water, in the, in the bowl, in, the, in the, the tank, and it goes down into the bowl, and then you drink it with a straw. Honest to goodness, I've, I've never That's seen... That's all it is? Yeah, it's a... Does the water turn into candy down there? Yes, it turns into candy. So it's got like a powder mix in or something bowl. in the tank? Yes. Uh, it was fantastic. So um, everybody's, you know, We haven't their... tried his yet. We opened oh, it and gotta... he laughed because he, he looked at me and he was like, yeah. why am I getting this? And I went, well, it's supposed to kind yeah. of make fun of your sewer scope equipment. But, My you niece know. is looking at, <laughs> looking at the bowl. She's got the candy in there. And then she's looking at the straw and she goes, where do I drink it from? And I'm like, <laughs> you know where you're going to drink that from. You know, yeah. there's, you know, there's a thing. restaurant over in Asia that um, they serve food out of these little toilets. There's, they do uh, like big sundaes with all kinds of stuff that can go on top. And they serve like these soups. That wow. I gotta tell you, some of them I'm like, how could you possibly oh, find? Yeah. But it's it's 
it's so famous. It's super famous, yeah. <laughs> and people seek it out. And it's just like I guess oh, you know. So I guess scary. the Anyhow. I guess the Instagram pictures you could get that you could post onto social media could be quite funny. Yeah, we'll you know? we'll have to put up the uh, toilet candy bowl thing on there. But yeah, we and, should. And here I'm supposed to be talking about refinancing. So. <laughs> Well, I was going to start segueing social media. Right, right. Well, okay. I want to get one more thing in there. Okay, you do it. Um, Just a little bit of math in your head. If you can drop your rate 1%, Mm -hmm. say you go from 5% to 4%, you're going to save about 59 cents per every $1,000 you owe. So on a $400,000 loan, that's going to knock about $236 off your payment. On a $500,000 loan, it's almost $300 off your payment. Sounds pretty good. I mean, if you can drop your rate only even a half a percent, it's going to knock about 30 cents for every thousand you owe off of your payment. Does it cost much to do the refi? It it really doesn't. Uh, Maybe $2,500, $2,800, depending on title and escrow companies and that sort of thing. So the payback period's pretty quick. Yeah, if you can drop your rate a percent, You'll recoup, usually break even in in, uh, less than a year. Oh, sweet. So if you're planning on keeping the home for more than a year, go for it. Yeah. That sounds like a good deal. Skip a payment or so uh, while while you're at it. So anyway, okay, I I got that in there. So call it 60 cents for a a 1% drop in rate, 30 cents for a half a percent drop in rate. It won't be too far off. Okay. And that's per $1,000. So there you go. All right. Well, if people want to contact you about something like that, they where can, do they do it? Yeah, have them call me, and I'm happy to run some numbers. You reach me on my uh, my phone at 206-915-ERIC. That's uh, 915-3742. Yeah, that's Eric with a C. Yeah, Eric with a C, 915-3742. Or you can also email me anytime, eric at ericismybanker.com. And always happy to run some numbers. I still need you to get a Twitter handle. Can you get one or does the bank keep you from doing it? We'll talk about that uh, with our social media uh, questions later. But no, I can I can have a Twitter handle. You can? Yeah, yeah. Well, then let's get it. I just have to use it responsibly. Let's do it. That's All what right. I got to work on. All right. Well, join us back here on KKOL AM 1300. We'll be back in a few. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba, what who's highly amused about? right now. <laughs> oh, no. I am also highly amused. I should have never given you my login to Twitter. What are you doing? I'm, I'm not logged in as you. I'm just okay. looking at your stuff, and I'm just dying because the, all this time we've been doing this show, you've had a Twitter account that we have not been utilizing. Oh, I don't like, even know how to me. use it. Yeah. You're killing me. I'm like oh. social media all over the place and you're yeah. killing me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't know I had to do anything with it. I thought it just took care of itself. So, yeah, I, I, I can't remember the last time I put something on there. It might have been a little while ago. Okay, uh-huh. so you're saying that this should be my New Year's resolution then is to is to tweet more often? Yes. Okay, got it. All right, I will work on that. And, and I, I would I would dare say that if it's possible, if you can edit your title. Yeah. So anyone listening, he's on Twitter under E. Osnes, 
Which nobody can spell my last right, name. Right, exactly. That's why I'm like, why would you do that? Because no one can spell your name anyway, just like they can't spell mine. Got it. That's why I'm Team Reba, because no, I don't want to say like Hass Realty because everyone misspells my name. Got it. That's the whole thing around social media and marketing is it has to be memorable, right? It has to stand out, be easy. Yeah. You know, and that's where Eric is my banker. That people, people is simple, can, can you know, so you did that. awesome with that. Okay, got see it. See if you can change that handle to Eric is my banker. Okay, I'll do that right after the show. Okay. I'll, I'll get, I'll get All right, there. well, I already uh, What's just, their phone number? I'll give them a call. Yeah, they're not going <laughs> to, they're not going to pick I'm up the joking. phone for you. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you can, you can tweet to the people there. I'll just, I'll just. Direct message them. I'll just drive over to their with, office, okay. the local little yeah, might Twitter have local store. Office. Yeah. They may they may have some local folks. I mean, Facebook and all those guys are. Is that right? Well, well, yeah. You know, yeah. Did mm-hmm. you not know that? No, I did not know. Oh, that. Oh, because you haven't had a Facebook client yet, right? Yeah, Facebook has offices they here. Have, Google has offices. Oh, here. I, they have corporate offices. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. I meant like a retail store and going to. Oh, for heaven's sake! Walk no. in at the mall. No, 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 no. Buy a no, no. This is why it's social yeah. media. It's all on the cloud. It's you know. Sure, it's yeah. all virtual. I'm kidding. It's all virtual. Yeah, yeah I got exactly. It. I got it. But see, if you go to eosnes. On Twitter, you yeah. will see that Eric is bald. Because <laughs> I'm looking at your profile Assuming picture. Assuming that's there. my picture, right? No, that's you. Oh, I, I uh, recognize you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> okay. So are we ready to move on to this topic? I, I'm Ready to go into it? Dive into it here. besides me just teasing you about Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Please. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you were asking me, you know, hey, what are we going to talk about this week? Because we didn't do a promo last week. And um, I thought... Social media would be a great thing, especially because this morning I just spent, I don't know, two and a half hours with one of my assistants going over social media training for our company, yeah, for Team Reba. And it was, it was fun because she's somebody who she's in her 30s, so she's familiar with social media, but she yeah. hasn't had uh, the task in her past jobs to be helping manage anything around social media, right? So we first started off with, well, tell me what your skill sets are right now. Like, what do you know about it? Which sites are you familiar with? So of course the typical ones of she's moderately familiar with LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. very familiar with Facebook. Sure. New marginal amounts of Twitter. Yeah. uh, But definitely knows a lot about Instagram because she's got kids and she's got animals. So she's constantly posting pictures on there. She knows some about Pinterest. And so I said, okay, well let's start from that base. Right. And we went through several of the sites that Team Reba has. So we have our blog. So teamreba.com slash blog is our current uh, sure. link that you can yeah. go to for that. And that's where we post all of our past shows and things mm-hmm. like that. Eventually, when we get our new website done, it will all morph into just teamreba.com. But right now, we still have to have the slash blog because it's a separate WordPress site. Got it. Right? So we have content that goes into our blog. And I've been online, um, why I think I'm in a position to really talk about this. So a friend of mine named Paul Gillen, who I met via LinkedIn, uh, is a writer and a social media expert. And when he wrote one of his first books on social media, uh, he reached out via LinkedIn to talk to small businesses that were using different forms of social media. And I was one of the people who responded like, oh, yeah, I I use it all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're talking this is 12, 13 years ago, maybe. And I had just come from the tech sector. So I'd already become familiar with a lot of these things. And so he and I got on the phone 
And he did an interview because he lives on the East Coast. So this is uh, one of the things that's great about social media is it can really bring together people from all over the planet. Sure, right? absolutely. You know, all over, the, not just the United States, but it's outside our borders. It's all over. Yep. My, my web designer lives in a cabin in Maine yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's so, awesome. Yeah. It's super awesome. So Paul called me up and we started going over what I was using at the time, which this is back when MySpace was still functioning and useful for a lot of people. I was going to ask you to mention them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they kind of fell off the planet. I, I hear that they're coming back. I know for a while they were yeah. really useful for musicians. What's, what's the guy with the white T-shirt? The, the Tom? It was the, oh, was, the guy who was always welcoming was everybody. With everybody. He was friends with everyone. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. He yeah. was the ultimate. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I wonder, I was about where, to, wonder who he works for now. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I wonder where he's at. But uh, anyway, so Paul called me up and did this interview, and he was – really curious about my usage because at the time most businesses would latch on to one form sure of uh, what was social media at the time and I was using cross-platform and we had figured out who the different types of audiences are for each type of social media platform oh, sure and so we sure. would speak to them in the way that those platforms were kind of evolving so the blog was one of them Twitter was another uh, when it came out um, Facebook, when that came out, we started getting on that. LinkedIn, I'm trying to even remember all the other ones that we were using that long ago, but some of them have faded in and out. But he was just surprised at how much time uh, we spent on those things. And and honestly, I didn't spend that much time because I started figuring out the ways that some of the sharing happens between the sites. So as I had my assistant on the phone today, or actually we were Skyping, got to love that too, uh, I was showing her that on our blog, there's these simple share buttons at the bottom that WordPress already provides for you where you can share it to Twitter and share it to Facebook and send it to dig and stumble upon. And then we can take that same content and we can go on to LinkedIn, which now not only has share and update, but also has publish a post, which is like having a blog. Mm -hmm. Sure. So we can take that content, repurpose it, put it there or modify it if we need to make it a little more business suited. And then that also, sometimes your LinkedIn posts can get shared to Twitter. So even sure. if you're not doing a blog, you have another option for doing some sharing. We also have a Hootsuite account, which is a product where you can schedule a lot of your social media. You can set up tabs that link to all the different social media sites that you use or that they sure. currently function with. And, and that site now, Hootsuite, H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E, I believe, yes. will uh, send it to multiple sources, right? Yeah. And you can schedule, you know, you can set them up for the different types and what they are and then schedule them. So as a business owner, it's really convenient um, because what a lot of people complain about with social media is they feel like it's a huge time suck. Right. And you can let it be a big time suck, but if you really learn how to utilize the different tools, it doesn't have to be. And so that's what I was covering with Angela today was Okay, here's the sites we have. Here's some of the easy, simple shares that are out there. Wait, wait, wait. Who's Angela? My One of my assistants. Ah, got it. Yeah, okay. I, I realize I keep saying my assistant. I actually have a couple of assistants, so I should start calling them by name because they, and, and they are pretty of, amazing. Of working virtually, uh, here we are sitting in Seattle, mm-hmm. and your assistant Angela is in Kansas. Kansas. She just moved to Kansas. Right. She was here. Right. Angela worked for me about 10 years ago. 
And back when social media was still in its infancy and she didn't have to do any of that. She's my transaction sure. coordinator and, and she, she is again now. Um, but she does a lot of different things for me, kind of helps manage office stuff. So we do a lot of things virtually now and that's the way my business has been going and, you know, cause I'm green minded and that's why we're going to have elements of green on the show. But, um, part of that was meant to be, you know, put everything up in the cloud, sure. right? Yeah. So we yeah. use OneDrive. We have all these online tools. We have a, a cloud um, CRM tool, a customer relationship management tool. And even that helps allow us to utilize social media because the tool that we have actually has a link to Facebook so we can kind of keep track of what's going on with our customers. So we try and connect as often as we can with our customers on social media. So for a consumer, um, they want to buy a home. Mm-hmm. How is, is all of this changing how they do business? Well, it, it changes quite a bit. So looking from the consumer's point of view, if you're on the buyer side, you know, let's say you're someone who's thinking about buying. Well, we already know that 92 plus percent of people start looking online. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so they're not just, you know, looking at the, you know, we've talked about the photos online and things like that. They're looking for pictures. They're looking at listings. They're starting to explore. They're checking out neighborhoods. Um and then they're going to these different types of tools to see who's on them and what can they find out. So even Yelp, you know, we talked about Yelp or even Zillow right, is a right. site where there's sites for testimonials. Yes. Where you can get Super good information important. about professionals in the industry. Uh, those have become critical because there's lots of studies done in, in millennials in particular. We're learning are uh, not even necessarily like you and I have grown up on word of mouth referrals. Right. You know, right. 92% of my business comes by repeat and referral business. Right. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. But online reviews are even more important nowadays because people uh, don't necessarily trust just that word of mouth because some, because people are a little bit jaded sometimes and they think, well, what's in it for you? Like, why, why are you recommending that person? Is it because you get some kind of kickback? Do you get, you know, wh- what are you getting out of this? And they think that that online review is without any bias. Right. Sure. Sure. A little safer, maybe. Yeah. And and depending on on the demographic that really, I'm gonna say the age of the person that that we're that we're working with, um, that's gonna also impact how we communicate and mm-hmm. and what sources are most important. You know. For oh yeah. Getting yeah. the referrals. Absolutely. I have some clients who tell me like, don't call me, don't text me, Facebook chat me. Right. If you need to reach me, because I don't have that kind of access at my workplace, but my phone can give me this still. And it's really compelling to see how the changes have occurred over time and how we're communicating. And and actually, I just was reading an article today that was um, written by a guy named Jordan uh, Scheltger from Canada. Uh, It was on Inman News. And he was saying that, you know, millennials are like, don't call me because their attitude is that when you call them, it's more about you than it is about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't I've, want to talk on the phone. Yeah, no, no, right. That's why no. my texting skills right. are so oh, yeah. you know yeah. rad. Same right here, now and I would because... have never thought that would we would have gone that way. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm here. I'm an old ball guy. I'm texting away all day long. Oh now, yeah, so. my my thumbs are quite agile. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <That's good. laughs> but uh, I do want to talk about you know how some of these sites, you know, we're just starting to touch on the topic of the impact and how consumers use it. So when we come back after this break, we're going to go a little bit more into that. Uh, Hopefully we'll have enough time in the last segment for it. You got it. Well, stay tuned. More on social media on Business Talk with Team Reba on KKOL 1300. Got a question? 
Call it in. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. We're back. It's Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Ostinus from Home Street Bank. You can reach me at eric at ericismybanker.com. That's an email address for anybody who wants to know. I don't have a good Twitter handle. I'll start working on that here That eventually. was the longest <laughs> intro you've ever done. <laughs> Is that because you saw me dancing in my chair yeah, as usual just, to that I song? Yeah, got me in the mood here, yeah. Oh, right. yeah okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It got you in the mood. Should well, for talking, out? it made me all chatty. I don't oh, know why. Oh, okay. So, yep, all right. Yep, yep, All right. Well, and I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. Yeah, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Team Reba. Well, yeah. There you go. Hashtag Team Reba. Yeah, that's I'm fine with me. Up. Hashtag yeah. Reba has. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Reba McIntyre is yeah. pretty pissed off that I own Team Reba. Oh, I bet she is. Yeah. yeah. Her yeah. people, like she has to have a completely different yeah. Twitter handle, which oh, I relish. Too I love funny. that. I was on it sooner than a lot of the, I mean, because seriously, like large corporations have whole teams of people oh, absolutely. running these programs. That's why, you know, knowing about things like Hootsuite and whatnot are really important for small business owners right. because it can help them manage, you know, what, what could be, you know, a, a pretty big time suck. Right. So, um, speaking of time suck though, the, you know, when people start thinking about buying a house or selling a house, that's a big time suck because sure. they're doing research. Absolutely. Right? Yep. And, and they're using these tools. For research, right? They're they're looking for blogs that might have information so they can read and see what somebody's skill level might be. They might be on Twitter because, you know, if you go to Twitter and you do a search and you type in hashtag real estate, mm-hmm. it pulls up everything that's related to that. And you could do hashtag real estate Seattle right, and right. have something be more localized for you. So it, it's important for business owners to understand how some of these things can impact them and how it can be beneficial to them and how consumers might be viewing them. Because a lot of these folks who are doing all this research online are really looking for professionals. Yes. And, and as a business, the more you're involved in that, the more successful you're going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. If I'm looking online, I'm maybe thinking about doing business or even, mm-hmm. um, you know, if I see someone's profile pop up and they don't even take the time to, to put a picture in. Oh, yeah. Or I can't find their website. Right. I can't find uh, information online. the links don't work. The links don't work, all that. Yeah. Um, I just move on. Yeah. It kind of, it, it speaks of incompetency. Right. I'm, right. Yeah, I'm, even if that's not necessarily true of that person. They just maybe don't know social media that well. Right. It comes across that way, and, and right. perception is everything. Well, it's harder to do business. I just want something mm-hmm. that's going to be easier. So right. give me something yeah. where I can click on the site, the links work, the information's there. I want to collect as much information as I can mm-hmm. uh, before I pick up the phone or before I set up a meeting. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you know, we've, we're talking about some of the main things that are out there. We see Pinterest and, and Instagram, and how we use things like that is – it has to be very visual, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Twitter's all about your characters and you can put videos and pictures and things like that attached, but it's mostly all about kind of the the written sure. content. Yeah. And with with that added for, you know, extra push maybe. Yeah. And with Instagram and Pinterest, what you're trying to do is convey some kind of story to somebody, you know, because everyone's very visually oriented. So like when we use Instagram, it might be maybe some pictures of listings that we have. Or on the side of, uh, or going through and seeing what other, you know, maybe it's luxury brands or things that, you know, are kind of affiliate to to what we do, right? Or uh, maybe it's beautiful modern homes, sure, things of that sure, sort. Yeah. Same thing on Pinterest. Like if you go onto my Pinterest, uh, which I believe I'm set up as Team Reba uh, or Reba mm-hmm. House, one of the two, um, you know, I've got stuff about, you know, health and wellness, exercise, 
green building, modern homes, luxury, um, you know, there's stuff that's specific to Team Reba. And then there's stuff that's just personally important to me. Mm-hmm. Animals, um, you know, as I'm a, a big advocate for animals and support a uh, lot of organizations. I need to that. send you the the um, YouTube video. Uh, there's a new genre in the animal one. What? Google um, cats afraid of cucumbers. <gasps> no, I've seen that. It <laughs> makes me laugh so hard every single time. The way that they can just vertically <laughs> it's cruel david says <laughs> our producer it's so funny though oh my gosh the way that they can bounce or jump vertically and side um, to side unbelievable it's, just, it's hilarious i know that has nothing to do with real estate no but no but that's that, okay but see, that's what that's what yeah okay so but you bring up a great point that's video and that's like the next big thing in social media right so like we have yeah, a youtube exactly. channel we that's, have a Team Reba yes. YouTube channel. Yes. Video is way more interesting. Even if you look at, if you're scanning right. through, you know, Facebook, you know, you, I, you cruise past the pictures. If mm-hmm. there's a video, every, most of the time you'll stop most, and Most people will stop look. and look yeah. at that. And that's one of the things even with real estate is that real estate videos around neighborhoods and homes. Yep. Sure. Are, you know, and I'll tell you, 12 years ago, I started trying to use video. It was extraordinarily expensive, but gear and being able to self-edit and do other things it's really come down in pricing and availability so we're going to be doing more of that ourselves like i just got done posting you know we got the five-star professional award Mm -hmm. so we just got done you know posting a bunch of the videos that are around that and what that means and why we won that award and and what we had to qualify for to to earn that designation and um you know so that kind of stuff is new we're also looking at adding in uh, educational videos this year because this radio show is meant to be educational informative and we're taking links from the show to send to clients when we talk about particular topics but we want to also have short you know roughly three minute videos that might explain what are the top five things a, a buyer can do when they're preparing to go to lending you know sure. and getting pre-approved Perfect. or yeah. Uh, as they're preparing to write an offer, things of that nature. So there's a lot of really cool stuff. So this is all very much impacting what's going on. And even in my own industry, uh, you know, we get a lot of information from the Washington Association of Realtors mm-hmm. and Annie Fitzsimmons, her mailbag thing that was going out every Tuesday, because they do a Tuesday and a Friday notice and they tell us all these questions that come in or they tell us about legal issues coming on. And most of her stuff is starting to come out in video. And perfect. so there's a YouTube channel for oh, Washington Association of Realtors. You can see all kinds yeah. of interesting content on there, uh, or at least for real estate agents. Sure. Um, but other things are sites that aren't necessarily true real estate sites, but they're real estate related. Okay, here we go. Like Zillow and Trulia. Right. Yep. Right? Yep. Those are some of the number one things that are going on. It's not even necessarily really social media, but because of the advertising and things that are going on, tons of people are going to these websites. Super impactful research mm-hmm. sites. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you say you're going to Zillow a home, pretty mm-hmm. much everybody knows you're you're going to look look it up on Zillow and figure out what, what the yeah. estimated value of it is. Right. Ten years ago, people were like, what's what? that? What's, what's <laughs> you know, nowadays yeah. it's it's part of, uh, at least locally, very typical conversation. It, it really is. And, and, you know, good local, local company as well. Yeah. But, but, but we you know. also, we use Zillow as part of our marketing strategy. Sure, so it becomes part of what we do and how we utilize social media. Cause we could take a link from our site, but we can also take it from Zillow and we can put that out, you know, as a URL right. somewhere. Absolutely. So there's a lot of really good, useful tools of all of these. Um, and that's where we know a lot of customers are going. I mean, you and I teach the Washington State Housing Finance Commission classes, which, by the way, we still need to schedule them, mm-hmm. another one yep, for yep, yep. early Coming 2016. Coming up here soon, yep. But 
you know, every time you and I ask the question, okay, how many people in the room? We might have 16 people sitting there and I'll be like, hey, who's already been looking online? And all the well, hands shoot yeah. up. And I'm like, tell me which sites. And what are the ones we always hear? Yeah. Zillow. Zillow. Redfin. Redfin. Realty Track. You know, right. I mean, right. and, and out of those four I just said, three of them are not actual real estate real companies. Estate companies. No. So they're not, uh, they're not required to have accurate information, but they have information. Right. So, so someone that's using a site like that really needs to kind of look at it as a jumping off point. It, exactly. It will, get, it will get you in the ballpark. Yeah. Well, and I'm a Zillow premier agent. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you and I are on sure. there together. Yeah, we're both and, on there. And I've done a lot of the Q&A. You know, mm-hmm. that site has a Q&A portion, and so we can get on there and answer, you know, questions sure. for people, generally speaking. Uh, but Zillow doesn't want people to use that too much. for right. a, They definitely don't want you to use it for advertising. Right, so, right, you right. know, it's it's a, a different kind of ballpark in, within that type of product. But for us, we're just finding that social media does allow us to at least disseminate a lot of information in a lot of different ways in the ways that consumers want to consume information, and, Which is the key. Yeah, yeah. and I, I find there's some people who just want to be on Twitter and they don't want to be on Facebook. And there's people who want to be on Facebook and they don't want to be on Twitter. They're like, I don't even understand Twitter. You know, they're kind of like you. or <laughs> Which I'll teach you. I'll coach you on it. LinkedIn is another one. I saw someone post something the other day. I actually liked it. It was had a LinkedIn icon with a no equal Facebook icon. <laughs> oh, wow. And they're like, keep it professional. Well, we don't and, need to know what you ate for lunch. You know, and as, as a lender, you know, you see my hesitation, mm-hmm. you know, on some of these things. There are over 42 different regulations that a lender must follow. A financial institution has to follow when it comes to social marketing. So yeah. we have to be super careful and, and all yeah. of that. I don't have the same compliance issues, but no, I totally you're understand all good. it. You're all good on that. But uh, if anyone has questions about social media and how we use it, contact us after the show. Yeah, Team Reba. Thanks again for joining us. We'll be back next week, every Tuesday at 3 o'clock on Open House with Team Reba on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Join us next week. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro East Side on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.